Can a tzaddik ever reach the level of a Baal Tshuva? So the answer is, generally speaking, one would think the word tzaddik by definition means not Baal Tshuva. But actually it's brought down in the Zohar that when Mashiach will come, one of the things that he will accomplish and achieve is that tzaddikim will also be Baal Tshuva. And how can that be explained? So we know that in Tanya there are five volumes. The third volume of Tanya is called the Geras HaTshuva. And the entire book of the Geras HaTshuva, 12 chapters, revolves around this point that there's two kinds of Tshuva. There's Tshuva Tato and Tshuva Ilo, which would be translated as a lower level of Tshuva and a higher level of Tshuva. The lower level of Tshuva is something which is relevant for everyone. The higher level of Tshuva is something related more to tzaddikim. In fact, it's known that in general there was a lot of controversy in the times of the Alter Rebbe about the teachings of Hasidus. But one of those issues revolved around this point. that The Alter Rebbe said that everyone could do Tshuva, should do Tshuva, even people who are great Torah scholars. And the Torah scholars in that generation were offended by that statement to say that people of their caliber need to do tshuva. But the explanation to it, and that's where their mistake was, there's two kinds of tshuva, the lower level and the higher level. The lower level is doing tshuva from committing sins. The higher level is for someone who doesn't commit sin, and nevertheless, he is rising from one high level to another high level. To put it in simple words, the lower level of tshuva is going from bad to good. And the higher level of tshuva is going from good to better. What does that mean? Once I'm doing everything right, I'm not violating Torah, what do you mean better? What could be better? And the answer is that doing Torah mitzvahs is not just the act or saying the words of davening, but on a deeper level, it's all about doing it with real, true love and awe of Hashem. Ava and Yir of Hashem. Love and fear of Hashem is something which there is deeper and higher and greater. And no matter how much love I have Hashem today, tomorrow I could have even a greater degree of love. The famous story of Rabbi Sadia going, that when his students saw him saying, Ashamnu Bagadnu, they heard, they heard him say, the uh, confession, they said, why are you saying this? this? These words don't apply to you. And he said that a certain innkeeper taught me how to do tshiva. And he told him that he was staying at an inn. Initially, nobody knew who he was. In those days, they didn't have pictures. He was known to be the greatest Torah leader of the generation, but no one knew what he looked like. Apparently, somebody did recognize him. And a few days later, there were a few hundred people waiting outside the inn to greet him. The innkeeper innocently walks outside, and he was shocked to see hundreds of people there. And he asked them, what's going on? They said, don't you realize the great sage, Reb Sajagon, is in your inn. He's your guest. And when Reb Sajagon came out, the man fell to his knees, fell to his feet, began crying, sobbing, and begging for forgiveness. And he couldn't hardly calm him down. 
finally calmed him down and said, what are you crying about? You took very good care of me. You gave me everything that I needed. I had everything. What are you crying about? What did you do wrong? And he said, but had I known that it was you, I would have served you in a totally different level. So Rabbi Sajigon said that every day, I know Hashem in a way that I never knew Him before. Much deeper, much greater. And I say to myself, had I known Hashem's greatness yesterday, I would have served Him on a totally different level. And that's why I'm crying and doing tshuva. So that's not that anything went wrong the day before, but that every day one grows in their knowledge of Hashem, and therefore one grows in their feelings of love and admiration and awe of Hashem. And as a result of that, it makes sense to feel that what I did yesterday was deficient and I have to go higher. This is an example of tshuva ilah, going from good to better, which applies more to tzaddikim. But one might ask, why is it called tshuva? Let it be called aliyah, just rising higher and higher. So again, briefly, the Alter Rebbe says, there's a Pasuk, which says, Baruach Toshuv Elohim Hashem Nesana. The Spirit goes back to Hashem who gave it. So literally it means when a person passes away, the Spirit, the soul, goes back to the Source. We know that the soul, before it comes down to this world and enters the body, the soul is in heaven, in Gan Eden. The soul comprehends Hashem's greatness, and therefore the soul is overcome with love and awe of Hashem. And the feelings of the soul, of love and awe, and the comprehension of the soul, the way it understands and perceives godliness, is infinitely greater than what the soul has down here. Because up there there's no body to slow it down. And therefore, that's what tshuva means, returning. That a person is striving to return, to have that level of love and fear of Hashem, that level of devotion and dedication for Hashem, the way the soul had before it came down. And that's why it's called tshuva. It's returning to the essence of the soul. And just like about tshuva, what makes his service to Hashem so intense is because it's coming out of a challenge. He was far, and now he wants to become closer. A tzaddik, when he realized how far he is from where he used to be before the neshama came down, and therefore he's challenged to come back and closer to that level, that makes his love for Hashem so much more intense, just like about tshuva. And that's what it means that even tzaddikim also have the aveda of tshuva.